What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Now it's time to talk about how women can flip the house from red to blue. For that, we turn to Stephanie Shriok. She's president of EMILY's List. Since she became president in 2010, EMILY's List has helped elect record numbers of women to the House and Senate and recruited and trained hundreds of pro-choice Democratic women to run for office, including Elizabeth Warren, who Stephanie personally recruited to run. More than $250 million has been raised under Stephanie's leadership, and EMILY's List now has more than 5 million members. Stephanie Shriak, welcome to the program. John, thank you so much for having me on today. What's the big picture for the midterm elections coming up in seven months from your perspective? Well, I think this election is about the momentum of women across this country, and And it's not just the women candidates, though obviously at Emily's List, I care a lot about those women candidates. But I just want to step back and say this is just an unprecedented moment. From the moment of the terrible loss of November 2016, we have seen women find their empowerment, find their voice, realize that they are in this together. You know, they've marched uh, in Washington, D.C., and millions and millions of women marched across this country and around the world. Uh, they went back home. They started organizing their communities. And what we've seen at EMILY's List uh, in that time period is more than 34,000 women who have reached out to Emily's List saying, hey, I need my voice heard. I want to run for office. And when I say this is unprecedented, it truly is like nothing we have ever seen before. 34,000 women have come to Emily's List interested in running for office since 2016. What do you do with all these people? It seems overwhelming. Uh, it is. Uh, it has caused some uh, challenges, uh, shall I say, at Emily's List in the last year and a half. But you know what? We'll take it. We'll take it. It has really just been it's been one of the most inspiring things that I have ever been involved with, and I would argue sort of my staff as well, uh, because what we've been able to do is really build out some community uh, and programs around that to ensure that those thirty-four thousand. And by the way. It's more every single day. Women sign up every single day. And what we've done is expand our state and local work because most of these women, when they run, and they're not all running in 2018, but they're going to be the next decades of candidates, uh, they're running for local office, a lot of them. They're running for school board, city council, county uh, commission offices. You know, we've got a handful that are running for federal office, uh, but this is really about the legislatures and the county work. So we uh, have now quadrupled the size of our state and local team. We built out a digital program so we could do more webinars. Uh, we built out a training center. If you go to emilyslist.org, you can sign up and get access uh, as a pro-choice Democratic woman running for office, access to our training center that walks you through how to put together those campaigns. 
Uh, we built out our training programs where in 2017 alone, we trained nearly 2,500 women in one year in 24 uh, different trainings across the country. And that's just the beginning because we are just ensuring that these women, even if they're not running now, they're going to help women who are running now. And that's the power of this movement. And that's why I believe we're going to take the House back. We're going to pick up some Senate seats. We're going to pick up a bunch of governor seats. We're going to pick up a lot of legislative seats. But it's the energy of this, these women that are backing up those candidates. Before we talk about some of those races, I'd like to ask you to tell us a little more about the training that you offer. What is the EMILY's List training? It's a great question. Our in-person trainings come in a couple forms, but the one uh, that we do the most of is sort of our, our 101. So you're thinking about running for office. What do you do now? <laughs> right? yeah. Just the very basic, like, how do I figure out as a, you know, as a woman living in my community, what I should even run for. You know, so many of these women haven't really thought through, like, do I want to serve in the city council? Should I do county work? Should I go to the state legislature? Can I do that? Can I afford to do that? How do I balance my family with all of this? And so we really walk through the decision-making points uh, as a woman goes through uh, and decides, when she can run, what she's running for, and then the basics of how do I start putting that campaign together. For those that are looking for more in-depth trainings, uh, we often partner with friends over at Emerge America uh, who have a great seven-month training that folks can be involved with. You know, every woman's different. Some feel like they're ready to go now and just need a little bit of help. Others need that Emily's List eight-hour training and they're ready to go. Others want a longer training. That's great because the good news is there's all these organizations working together to get that done. So that's really what our trainings are about. And for places that we can't get to, for instance, Anchorage, Alaska, which I have all intentions of getting to someday, but probably not this year. But we've got women in Anchorage who want to run. And so we've also laid out a whole series of webinars so we can get be in touch with women wherever they are uh, in, their, in their homes and talking through the same thing. I know that Emily's List does not support all women candidates. Just let's be specific for a minute here. Which okay. women candidates do you not support? Well, if they're an anti-choice Republican, we're not going to support you. If you're anti-choice, we're not going to support you. Well, if you're a Republican, we're not going to support you. <laughs> we really, our mission is very clear. We support pro-choice, Democratic women. It's a three-for-three three deal. You've got to meet all three of those, <laughs> those pieces uh, to be considered for endorsement. But even then... We don't endorse every single candidate. We really do look at uh, how that candidate is, is putting together her operation. Does she have a good reason uh, for running? And we will help set that up. I mean, we'll help provide that. But we've got to also see that the woman candidate is doing the right things. And so we really monitor and assess those races and those candidacies before we do a full endorsement and go to our 5 million members and say, we think this woman has a shot. We just can't do that for everybody, and we've got to be really clear about that. Well, I want to talk about some of the candidates that you have endorsed and that you are supporting in 2018. I want to start with uh, Minnesota 
We have a feature here called Your Minnesota Moment, news from my hometown of St. Paul. One of the most flippable house seats in the entire country is in the suburbs south of St. Paul in Minneapolis. It's been Republican for decades, but the incumbent resigned in 2016, and a horrible new Republican was narrowly elected in 2016, a right-wing radio uh, talk show host. Running against him now in a rematch is one of the candidates you have endorsed, Angie Craig. Tell us about Angie Craig. Oh, I'm so glad you brought up this race uh, because this Republican incumbent is just completely out of step with that district. This is not a ultra-right wing district, and he is exactly that. So I'm glad you brought that up. And Angie Craig, Oh, an extraordinary candidate, you know, a, a businesswoman uh, who's raised her family in the district uh, and has just an incredible way of listening and understanding what families are going through in in those communities. You know, when I uh, met her the first time she ran, this is her second run. I saw someone who has such a bright future because she cares so deeply about the future of everyone's family. And, and we think this is one of the best pickup opportunities in the country. You think about it, Democrats need 23, 23 seats to win the majority back. Thank you to Connor Lamb in Pennsylvania who knocked that down one, and I'm very appreciative. So we're down to 23. Uh, and boy, that, that Minnesota seat is one of those 23 in our mind. And tell us about some of the other candidates you're supporting for the House who are who are in the, the top rank of the people you've endorsed. You know, it's really interesting because when we started doing our recruitment for this cycle, you know, the first round of districts that we looked at were the, there happens to be equal number. There are 23 districts in the country that Hillary Clinton won that are held by Republicans, sort of was our starting point of recruitment. Uh, and a lot of those are out in California, yeah. and they're, they're multi-candidate primaries, but some really extraordinary candidates, you know, candidates like Katie Porter, who lives uh, out in California, 45. These are sort of the Orange County and those area uh, congressional districts. Uh, but Katie Porter, who's been endorsed by Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris, uh, who really, you know, is a law professor in her own right uh, and has been involved when Kamala Harris, Senator Harris, uh, was then attorney general, had been involved in in the housing crisis and trying to help Californians through that time period, really comes with great expertise. And so I think of someone like that who's in one of these districts that we have a real opportunity to swing because these are voters that voted for Hillary Clinton, really do not like the direction of the Trump administration, which is sort of all of us, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, and that's, those are the candidates that we are, you know, we're really, really excited about. Last question. Who do you think should run for president in 2020? You know, I get that question a lot, and all I can say is, let's take back the Democratic majority in the House first and then worry about it after that. Stephanie Shriok, she's president of Emily's List. Stephanie, thanks so much for talking with us today. Thank you, John. Anytime. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. 
Thanks for listening. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.